If your plan is to automate your business and write off in the sunset, I have news for you. You might write off in the sunset, but your business will not be where it is when you write off in the sunset after you've been there for a month or two, because we cannot automate our business. Otherwise we will be replaced as real estate agents. The human element is something we must hold on to. And that's why I'm here to talk to you a little bit about this move towards automation, AI, VAs, you know, all of the things that's all great and all great tools. But today we're going to talk about the dangers of automating your business fully and losing your spot in the world. What's up guys. This topic is super important to me. If you're interested in, you know, my free sphere of influence builder, which is all about putting the human touch back into your real estate business, check that out. There's a link below. You'll join our school community and be a part of that group, which is a, a dynamic group and a great, you know, free mini course for you to take. My name's Jeremy Kane with Real Estate Agent Playbook. Please like, comment, subscribe. We're going to dive into this um, both on the podcast and YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, please share the show with your favorite real estate agent. Super excited to build that community out and continue to provide you content on all different channels. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. Okay, so let's talk about this business automation. This is one of my favorite topics. And first, we must start with the Eisenhower matrix. And if you're familiar with my buddy, business partner, Louis Galt's content, you've already known what the Eisenhower matrix is. However, it's a great tool to really understand what you can outsource in your business and what maybe you shouldn't. And so the first things first is we need to understand that it's a quadrant, right? Boom, draw a cross on your on your paper here. And then we have important and not important across the top and urgent and not urgent across the side. And then we're going to put all of our tasks in each of these quadrants and kind of organize them. The truth is, as Louis always says, is we spend a lot of the time on the not urgent, not important things. And that's why our business continues to sputter out and maybe not advance like we're hoping. So once we have all of that, then we can really dive into the quadrants, right? Okay, if it's important and urgent, probably something that you personally need to do. If it's important and not urgent, that's kind of a, a decide. Are you gonna outsource that piece or you know, can you just put it on the back burner until that comes up? Make sure you don't forget about it. Um, I, I'm a slave to my calendar, so I'm always putting tasks and events and things that are down the road in there. Um, the next is, say, okay, it's urgent, not important. Maybe that's like a TC, right? Maybe a VA can do some of those tasks in there. Not urgent, not important, probably not even worth your time automating or having a VA or a personal assistant even consider doing those things. Um, a lot of that's like scrolling on Facebook and searching for clients and you know all of that stuff. So make sure that you're really honest with yourself when you're filling the matrix out and it'll really help you as we move forward. So back to kind of the automation piece of this, let's talk about it because there's all sorts of, you know, content out there about AI and some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people think it's the end of the universe and some people think it's, you know, the next thing in their business. I'm one that's probably kind of in between. But when we're talking about AI, we have to understand that our business and our livelihood is so important. It is so important to be have that human element and the human touch. And so I don't think that AI could replace that because if it can, then 
our value in society as real estate agents is definitely limited. Now, can you use this for tools and, you know, to streamline some things? Absolutely. But that goes with a, you know, definitely some some fine print there, right? Be very careful. Who knows what's going to happen with this copyright? Who knows, you know, if it's just pulling it directly from websites or whatever, that's something to be very cognizant about. The next is your, your ethics, right? Your commission rules and your state and your real estate realtor board, you know, ethics codes. Like, are we, are we crossing the line? Make sure that we're not just using AI and automatically copy and pasting it into something. And maybe it's, you know, making an equal housing opportunity violation or something along those lines. So that's definitely something that we need to be cognizant of. And the final thing I'm going to talk about AI is be careful because we are teaching the tech more and more of the human element and you could replace yourself with that. Now that may be fear-mongering, it may be whatever it is, but it's something to consider when they develop these tools. Where is all this data we're entering? How are we how are we doing it? And next, are we spending more time, you know, getting the prompts right so it can, you know, create this wonderful website description or whatever we're using it for. And so just be very careful and cognizant of that. All right. Now let's talk about VAs, something that's, you know, a hot topic. You can get, you know, great work done. You got to focus them in a lane. You as the agent are training them. It's just like having an assistant, but they're only doing virtual tasks. You obviously have to have the training and you have to have the guidelines in place for that to matter. But that's something that, you know, maybe is is a happy medium from the AI to the VA. And if they can help you move the business forward and help you add the human element to your clients and do the things that you know only you can do for your brand and push that brand forward that's where the utilization of tech and va you know can help if you're taking the stuff that's the computer work and the paperwork with the tc and all of that off your plate and showing up better in the flesh adding that human element to the experience that's where things can really you know exponentially grow for you in your real estate business and that leads me right into the next thing. As you know, my client journey stuff is at top, top of my uh, radar. It's how I built my entire business. If you're able to have more time to, you know, inject yourself into that human experience more and more, and the client has a great experience, then you're able to leverage that transaction into multiple transactions, into a lifelong relationship that hopefully will be, you know, a two-way street where you're helping them you know, with their real estate, you know, and that piece and moving that needle forward. And they're helping you by sending you, you know, trusted referrals and also using you again and again, because those first time home buyers become repeat buyers, become move up buyers. And so that's, that's where you can really utilize this and have your back end very much so taken care of. I wouldn't say automated, you know, you still have to have, have your personality within that and make sure that that's getting portrayed properly. But if you do have the opportunity to put some stuff off your plate that is not moving the needle forward and doesn't add that human touch to the client journey, then that's where things can really escalate and you can grow a business utilizing these as tools, not as pillars to build your entire business and exit. And here's the last thing I'm say about customer journey. If the customer journey is duplicatable and we're having a computer handle all of it, that's when things maybe are moving towards getting rid of our, us in the profession, the humans in the profession. If a computer can duplicate that human experience, that's where things get iffy. So that's why AI, VAs, and all of that 
walk with a fine line because you never know what you're you're pouring into and what you're you're creating on the back end. If you're interested in my client journey and building that out, I definitely have a three-part video series. I'll link that right here. Check that out and you can enjoy all of that and all of my processes that go into building the perfect client journey in order to scale and replicate your business. And so that's exactly it. What we just talked about is you know, creating and elevating your client experience in your business, putting you into the human flesh where you can actually, you know, make that business and provide all of that value with your expertise and your knowledge while having the systems and processes in the background running, whether it's AI, VA, or you're just really good at Excel spreadsheets and things like that. The more systems and processes we can add to our business, the better. However, outsourcing and giving it all to a VA is something that you need to take the Eisenhower matrix into effect, into account. And then you also need to take into your account as you're calculating your dollar per hour. And I have a great video on outsourcing things where it's all based on calculating your dollar per hour. If you're losing money, you know, because you're worth $200 an hour and you're doing $20 an hour, you know, work, that's where outsourcing some things makes sense. But it can never be the human experience showing up, being present, because if you're using, you know, showing agents and all these people, yeah, if you're a team, that's fine. That's your brand. You're showing up in the parts of the the process that's great. You're allowed to scale that way. However, if you're just, you know, a one-man band hiring VAs and hiring, you know, showing assistants and just showing up at the closing table to get your check, that is a really hard model to to duplicate. And that's a really hard model for the people that went through the experience, unless they like that, unless they don't want the touches, which you can do, you know, and that makes sense. But if they're going to be able to just basically automate their home search, don't be surprised if they call call Zillow or somebody else the next time they need to buy or sell real estate. So I hope that helps. Um, I check out my video on outsourcing um, right here, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast with your favorite real estate agent. Go get a win today. Bye-bye.